Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to Ask Wardy episode 33. It's been wonderful to gather with you every week. We get together on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern to answer your questions about traditional cooking. Here's a little bit about me. I'm Wardy from Traditional Cooking School. I'm the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods, and I'm the lead teacher at Traditional Cooking School, where we share, embrace, learn, and discover traditional cooking methods like sourdough, fermenting, soaking, sprouting, old-fashioned pickling, cheese making, and so much more. And so we get together on Wednesday so I can answer your questions about traditional cooking. I want to give a warm welcome to those who are joining me live on Periscope and Facebook Live, but if you're catching this later, you're special too, because as you can see, there's a video here for you. If you're watching the video, you can go to the show notes, um, which is tradcookschool.com slash aw033. You can switch to the podcast version, or you can read the notes. I'll have complete notes for everything I'm going to share today. So we've got a video, podcast, and notes there for you in a replay package within 24 hours. Okay, so we have a great question today. It comes from Wendy D. And the short version is she's wondering about the um, if she can eat fermented foods if she has candida. I want to take a quick poll here of everybody who's here live. We've got quite, quite a crowd. Looks like a lot of people are on. 80 some on Facebook and 45 on Periscope. So who here, um, why don't you, um, let's say a, if, you, if you're on a device where you can do a thumbs down, do a thumbs down if you struggled with candida. Um, if you don't have a thumbs down, you can just put a zero in the comments. Let's just do a quick poll here. Who has struggled with candida? I'd love to know. And then maybe as I'm talking, you all can chime in with um, what has worked for you. Getting all kinds of zeros on Periscope, four of them so far, two so far on Facebook Live, even more coming in on Periscope. Yeah, oh, you poor dear. Michelle is doing four thumbs downs. <laughs> that must be bad. Lots more on Facebook Live too. So this is a really big issue, a really big issue. Um, and I feel so bad. So I hope this is helpful for you. I mean, this is not going into like a complete candida, candida cure. This is just a question about um, fermented foods and candida but hopefully it will help at least clear up some confusion and maybe give some of you a clear path toward healing. So Wendy's question is, can I eat fermented foods if I have candida? I'll read you her whole question, the full version. She says, all the candida cure books articles I've read about healing probiotic imbalances are strictly against any kind of vinegar slash fermentation. I realize you're a busy woman. I'm wondering if you could point me in the right direction to read anything you may have already written about this, which I haven't, thus we're doing this today. Um, I know when I tried to be completely macrobiotic in my 20s, I never felt more unwell, which in, and it included a lot of fermentation. So I'm wondering what this means for people with an overgrowth of yeast candida. Most people I know that eat all the wrong stuff. <laughs> 
Candida is very, very common. So many people have it, they don't even know. So Wendy concludes with, any advice resources you could suggest for me to read would be so appreciated. I want to be sure before I got any further into the idea of fermentation, Love your site regardless, thank you. Well, thank you so much, Wendy, and I'm sorry that you're, you struggled with this, feeling unwell in the past, and I'm happy to clear up any confusion about fermented foods and candida. I think that we need to start with, and I've seen in the comments people asking, what is candida? Well, let's talk about candida, because it's important to just get on the same page here. So, candida is a yeast. Everyone has it. It's in your mouth, it's in your whole digestive tract. It's in the birth canal of women. Um, it's on your skin. And it's, it's normally kept in balance in a healthy body, a healthy immune system, a healthy gut. The problem is, this is where the problem enters, it's when someone experiences a pathogenic yeast overgrowth of candida, when the candida travels to other parts of the body or becomes so out of balance, there's so many more of them than the good guys, then you get the symptoms, rashes, itching, um, thrush, that's a, when candida's in the mouth. Uh, there's, there's a lot of symptoms of candida. So to keep it in check, people with candida are recommended to avoid foods with sugar, starches, and yeast. That's because these feed the candida and you want to starve them out. So if you avoid these foods, you starve them. The, because they're, they're like, Megan who's on could clarify this, but candida is a yeast, but it's pathogenic. It's fungal in nature. It is just horrible to deal with. And when it gets a stronghold, it's a big battle to get it out of your body or not out of your body. You can't do that, but to get it back in balance. Um, so anyway, people with candida are recommended to avoid foods with sugar, starches, and yeast, but also Often, fermented foods like alcohol, sauerkraut, and pickles are lumped in with this as foods to avoid. And that's because they, some of them, or uh, I'll, I'll leave it at some of them, contain yeast, right? So that's a yeast food. Well, here's the thing. Kombucha and alcohol do contain yeast, and so those should be avoided. And they also contain sugar, so it's good to avoid those. But sauerkraut and pickles, here's where I beg to differ, because when you make homemade fermented, old-fashioned sauerkraut and pickles the right way, they don't contain yeast. They have beneficial bacteria called lactobacilli. And these lactic acid-producing organisms actually help control candida and other bacterial overgrowth, and they also contribute a whole bunch of other healthy um, benefits to your body, you know, improving your digestion because of the beneficial acids. So as a general rule, if you're on a candida diet, you can enjoy sauerkraut, pickles, and other fermented veggies. Do skip the kombucha though. Kombucha um, has not only beneficial uh, bacteria in it, but it has yeast and it can have one particular wild strain of yeast that isn't good for, um, a, a candida cure type diet. Now I have a couple cautions for you. Um, you want to take it slowly when you're eating fermented foods. So you might have an, a, a strong reaction even to a tablespoon or a little bit of sauerkraut. Like if you get a return or an, a flare-up of itching or other of your candida symptoms that you normally associate with candida, it it could actually be your body detoxing because detox reactions are similar to some of the symptoms you experience that you're trying to treat in the first place. And I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you for sure. I'm not giving any advice. This is just a caution to put out there for your own research that you may be 
using fermented foods as part of the cure, fermented vegetables as part of the cure to cure your gut, candida, whatnot. And detox reactions are not necessarily, or detox reactions can easily be confused with the symptoms that you're trying to treat. So you wanna tread carefully. And if you feel that you've introduced fermented foods, the right kind that work with your particular healing diet, and you're having reactions that are similar to what you're trying to treat in the first place, um, instead of say, oh, this doesn't work for me, um, I can't have these, it might be possible that you back off and take it very, very slowly, decrease the amounts to what your body can tolerate. Again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not saying to do this, these are things for you to consider. Another thing, oh, before I go on to that, I just wanna say that in general, most people should be able to enjoy fermented vegetables like sauerkraut and pickles, and if tolerated, even in small amounts, they can be a powerful aid in overcoming candida and other um, other similar um, unhealthy gut conditions. Now, another thing though is you need to be careful of, you may be having, well, how do I wanna say this? <clears throat> if you're making homemade fermented vegetables at home, uh, you wanna do it optimally, and that is oxygen-free. Because if you are fermenting sauerkraut or pickles in open air containers, for most people that can turn out fine, but there is exposure to yeast in the air at the very top. And so if your ferment is exposed to the air, then yeast can grow on your ferment at home. So that's why I wanna say, if you're making your own sauerkraut and pickles, you wanna do it in an oxygen-free vessel. That's optimally as possible. So either with a, um, like those, those Grolsch fermenting crocks that have a water barrier, or you wanna do some where the airlock situation is completely airtight, like a Fido jar, if you've modified your own Fido jars, I'm seeing that in the comments, or there's other airlock fermenting systems out there that boast of being oxygen free, you know, airtight, completely airtight. That's what you'd wanna do so that you don't have any yeast in your ferment, um, which I think I already said is because yeast, you know, is at the top. And I'm getting some slight nuances. What about when you open them to eat it? Um, I'm not sure if that's an issue or not. And perhaps somebody with candida could chime in and say, but my feeling is it's probably, you know, checking it is okay. You know, just close it back up and starve those yeasts. So they're not growing, but the lactic acid, the, back, the, the lactic acid bacteria, the lactobacilli are the ones that are flourishing. Okay, so um, the final caution really is a histamine caution, and it really comes in if, um, if you're fermenting in non-airtight containers, you may have a histamine reaction to fermented foods, so you don't wanna confuse that either. So that's why, again, I'm just gonna caution everybody to do the fermenting as optimally as possible without air if you have candida, but you still wanna enjoy sauerkraut and other vegetable ferments like pickles. Everybody good? I know it's kind of complicated, so a quick, uh, recap here is everybody has candida. If it's out of control, then you have a problem with a pathogenic overgrowth. So you want to avoid starches, sugars, yeasts. Vegetable ferments, though, if they're done optimally, do not contain yeast. They are fermented with lactobacilli, a beneficial bacteria, not to be confused with yeast, and they can actually be very beneficial in healing your gut and healing from candida. So if you can tolerate them, even in small amounts, it could be a good part of your healing protocol. Disclaimer, I just wanna say again, is I'm not a doctor, I'm not giving anybody advice. This is just information for you all to consider as part of your healing journey. So again, just take it slowly and um, 
you know, do your own research. And I hope that fermented foods can be part of your candida protocol. Uh, but do stay away from alcohol. Do stay away from kombucha. Anything that's fermented that has yeast and or sugar you, or and or starches, you would want to stay away from. Okay, so I want to wrap up here by telling you all if you're interested in fermenting, whether or not you have candida, but if you're interested in fermenting, I do have a free gift for you if you don't already have it. It's my fermenting formulas cheat sheet. I have formulas for all ferments, dairy-free, using starter cultures, veggies, um, salsas, relishes, pickles, whatnot. You can get that at tradcookschool.com slash ferment cheat. It's completely free. It's a quick download. Just come on by and grab that. Okay, so as a wrap up, God bless you all. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you'll join me again next week on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for the live um, broadcast of Ask Wardy. But if you can't make it, that's okay because we have a replay package available for every episode within 24 hours. And so the replay package of this one, which will have a video, a podcast, and all the print notes and links, because I've mentioned some recipes here, I'll have those. Um, at tradcookschool.com slash aw033. If you want to get a question in for Ask Wardy, you can tweet me using that hashtag, Ask Wardy, and my handle on Twitter is at tradcookschool, or you can email me, wardy at askwardy.tv. Be sure to grab the ferment sheet. That's a free gift for you at tradcookschool.com slash ferment sheet. Thank you so much, everyone. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.